Hi everyone, and welcome to the 69th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hey guys. And Sabi. Hello. She's back. I'm back. She's back. Yeah. So Wait, she missed gone? our I didn't know special. She was gone. Trust me, I didn't think I was gone too. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I had to think about it. Yeah, you you miss you missed our our interview episode, but oh, that that's yeah. okay. That's okay. We have a good we have a good episode today too. So okay, good. Lots of cool stuff. Um, Churro, I won't ask you what your you've been up to because that's like a big part of our show. So I won't spoil that. Savvy, what have you been up to? You you went on hey, a crazy wait, wait, vacation. Wait, 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 wait a second. I mean, like I think everybody knows what happened already. <laughs> I know Probably. everybody knows, but we're gonna talk about. Yeah, okay, we're talk about so it. Churro we went to Comic Con and he saw Nomura, but we'll talk about that more later. Savvy, yeah. what have you been up to? I went to the cottage. You I have can. a special segment, Churro. Yeah, you have your own segment. You lucky. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, Savvy, what? How? How is? How is vacationing and and fishing and all that stuff? Oh yeah, you saw my pictures. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, I went to the cottage for a week and that was pretty sweet. I tanned, so I'm darker than what I used to be. <laughs> and I went That's fishing. amazing. Yeah, I went fishing for the first time, and I caught two fish on the first day, and I learned Yay. how to like descale and like gut it, and I was like so oh impressed with myself. <laughs> It was really good fish. I was so happy. Oh man! And then they, I just were like magic carps. Like, magic carps, all of them. <laughs> um, worms are really gross. Yes, Ugh. they are. They're so gross. They made me like hook like three of them. I'm like ew, ew, ew. <laughs> I did not have fun with that. But I did like tennis and all the sports and stuff, and went swimming. And on my end, like I, I'm so happy that I'm finally done, but I am graduating from college, getting my bachelor's in computer science, Yay. being done with Yay. horrible schoolwork. So Congratulations. excited. I'm Yay. still in school. That's okay. I That's okay. am You're not old. in school. You're both old. I'm older than <laughs> both of you. But you guys are both uh, old. Yeah, but I don't have a We're older than degree. most of our audience. I'm I older think. than most of the audience, though. That scares me. Yeah, more of it, I guess. Oh, well. So, anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union. And we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com and Churro. KH2.co.uk. All right, so we have a very special and very interesting episode of Kingdom Hearts Union today. We do have three segments, but we don't have the news first. For the first time maybe ever, I don't I don't even know. I don't keep up with this sort of thing. We have a, uh, I guess you could sort of think of it as a State of the Kingdom Hearts Union address. Oh, or, no. <laughs> it's a good thing. Kingdom Hearts Union future. We're going to talk about uh, the future. things. <laughs> the future of Kingdom Hearts Union, the podcast, what we want to do, how we want to make it stronger, shake it up, and make it a overall cooler show. Uh, and we want to get you guys involved with uh, any changes that we want to make in the future. Second, of course, we're going to have news. Uh, we'll talk about, I guess the biggest news really is uh, anything Churro saw at Comic-Con, because Tetsuya Nomura was there. Spoilers, but that, that is what happened. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and Churro, you met Nomura four times? Yes. That's like that's like how 50 Cent Wait, I got times? shot nine times. <laughs> I cut up well, the, the total maximum amount you can meet him was six times, but I met him four out of six, which isn't bad. And to be honest, I did it without, with only two with like two day badges because I only had two days wow. for Comic-Con, which meant I had to borrow 
uh, badges from a couple of friends to help me get in just to meet him the other two times. Wow. Yeah. I thought so, you also well, got Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah he, he was there. He was oh. basically Nomura had his own segment, you know, and then yeah. uh, then he had a joint signing oh, okay, session okay. with him. Sweet. Yeah, I was so, really confused. I was like four times. I didn't get it. And yeah, I get it. <laughs> I gotcha. So we'll we'll hear more about that in the news segment. Yes, we're all very very jelly of Churro, but you I know, think I'm like the when most else jelly. isn't that the case? When She's else? Right? Sebi's very jelly. She she keeps yelling at me. <laughs> I'm actually pretty upset. <laughs> I know. I, I, had, I had to feel the full force of that upsetness. Oh, I'm like yeah. the saddest person in the world, right? Now. Wait, wait, wait. So, sorry. So you're jelly, then you're upset, and now you're sad. You know, it's, you're, it's, it's like the you're stages. The stages of like of grief. grief. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty That's much. What I'm going through. There's denial and anger, anger no, and gels. It's like gel anger and hate. It should be like supreme. realization. Eventually, or acceptance oh. will come. Eventually. And then finally, our third segment is going to be a Kingdom Hearts Union discussion segment where we discuss uh, some of the cool topics that Lauren's been posting on KingdomHeartsUnion.com. We're actually going to take a crack at it and see what we think about it, uh, you know, since I think that might be a cool thing to talk about. In the way of announcements, uh, just as a reminder, you guys can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. Um, if we reach $500 an episode on Patreon, uh, we'll be releasing a new Kingdom Hearts Union show every two weeks. So if you want more Kingdom Hearts Union, that's the way to do it. Get on please, Patreon, support us. Love you forever. Even if you can only support us for a dollar, two dollars, whatever you can support us. We appreciate it. Um, we love you very much for this. Definitely. And just uh, as another reminder, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are fair game. I don't think they'll come up today, but maybe they will. Uh, uh, at some point, we're going to have to stop doing that because it'll be irre- irrelevant. Well, we're going to keep bringing it up because it's still the... Well, apart from Kingdom Hearts Chi, it's the latest thing in the uh, in the it's canon, been in the so timeline. Long, yeah. Actually, no. Tech Isn't technically Kingdom Hearts Chi a prequel? It's uh, it's basically uh, it's oh, I don't want to say spinoff, but it's you know it's, it's supposed to be like a fairy tale version. It's of a the fairy King. tale, yeah. Of the yeah, it's basically voice. it's like you know it's like a it's basically a prequel with that's not supposed to be taken seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not supposed to be taken exactly as canon, kind of like you know you know like a only, normal only fairy some tale. Some tidbits of what yeah. Mamoru said you know in the past about it. Yeah, now. general themes, the overall points of it it you know can be taken that way but maybe not individual events and speaking of kingdom hearts chi uh that might relate into the future of kingdom hearts union hey, wait, as wait, we wait, move wait. on i got yes. my announcement to do too remember oh yeah 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 uh it's so weird yeah <laughs> well, so... we'll we'll <laughs> trust me it would have worked churro make your announcement because i think that's definitely very important yeah um I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I'm actually involved in a fan-made project that deals with uh, Kingdom Hearts, which is called Disneyland Departure. Basically, it's a sister event to the original Magic Kingdom Hearts event, which which is a event uh, which is a gathering at a. It started off as a gathering at Walt Disney World in Florida last year, which uh, it's it happens around the time of uh, Mickey's Halloween party, and basically that's the only time where adults are allowed to actually dress up in costume. So um, the event last year was so was uh, proven successful. A lot of people showed up for that event, so they decided to make uh, its own um, event in Disneyland. So 
I am one of the admins for this project, and basically um, on October 3rd, 2014, is the date of our Kingdom March gathering at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. So um, right now, uh, you can purchase your ticket for... It's a separate event from Disneyland, so you need to buy this ticket to get into this event. It For the date of, uh, of October 3rd, it's $63.00. Or if there's tickets still available on the day of the event, it's seventy dollars. But you can come, you know, bring your, you know, if you got kids, bring your kids, bring your friends, you know, bring whoever wants to come. Basically, you can dress up as your favorite Kingdom Hearts character, or you can dress up in Kingdom Hearts clothing. Anything to represent Kingdom Hearts. Basically, the general, you know, purpose of this event is to bring Kingdom Hearts awareness to Disneyland parks. So. Um, it's gotten a lot of feedback with all the cast members at Disney, uh, Walt Disney World who are Kingdom Hearts fans as well. So we're trying to spread the word that we want Kingdom Hearts in the parks. Because, you know, Star Wars, you know, it's always been there. And now they're introducing Marvel since Disney acquired them. But, you know, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts has always been like, you know, the one always that gets left out with Disney. So we're trying yeah. to make Disney, you know... Show a little more appreciative side to, you know, for the Kingdom Hearts fans out there. Yeah, and Kingdom Hearts definitely fits. I, I know there's, uh, isn't there a little bit more uh, involvement with Kingdom Hearts in the Japanese in Tokyo Disney? Yeah, at, at, I mean, it, back then there were, used to be the characters, you know, mm-hmm. actual people dressed up as Kingdom Hearts characters, yeah. I think, back in the day. And, and um I think that's like mainly it at one point, you know, and then yeah. they had, uh, there were actually I I don't know if that was true, but I heard rumors of like playable demos of Kingdom Hearts One yeah. when that came out over there, and I think they did the same thing with Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah, but I, I heard mean, it's something gotten... related to that with Chain of Memories, but I, I don't know if that was true. Yeah, it's it's gotten some love over in Japan. Um, you but know, that's why yeah, the but birth it's definitely of, uh... not like Star Wars where they have their own ride. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, it, they could sell merchandise. They can yeah. have a ride. They could have like a, a little, little like a little history of Kingdom Hearts section, kind of like the the Abe Lincoln address thing. Yeah. They have or <laughs> you know maybe give fans an insight of what Kingdom Hearts is because not everybody knows. Like it's kind of yeah. weird how you know some people who love Disney don't know Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So could, could you nice imagine give... an Abe, Abe Lincoln like? style animatronic Sora <laughs> just oh, jittering oh, about man, like awesome. hi I'm and gonna scary. save the keyblade <laughs> I'm gonna uh, save Kyrie and Riku that would that would be awesome and scary at the same time <laughs> That's so cool I think what but, you're um, doing yeah, is actually fantastic is... so it's yeah good. definitely I'm, I'm totally excited go, to hear more about but it I like I don't live there well, Maybe I the mean, next time they go to Florida yeah. yeah and those also if you're looking to join um Magic Kingdom Hearts, which has been renamed to Re-Magic Kingdom Hearts, their event at Walt Disney World September 26th. So if you want to, you know, join up with them, if you're closer to the East, on the East Coast, you can join with, definitely join with them. Ours is, again, is October 3rd over at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. So spread the word, even if you can't go, help spread the word, you know, you know, get get as many people as we can. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Disneyland Departure. Our uh, Twitter is uh, at Disney Departure. And our main uh, website is DisneylandOfDeparture.webs.com. So just, you know, spread the word, you know, try to get as much people signed up for this pro- to join this project, you know. Meet, meet other Kingdom Hearts fans, you know. 
and have a good time. You know, the main point is to have a good time at Disneyland. So sounds good to me. And speaking of Kingdom Hearts fan events, Kingdom Hearts Union Future. Future. <laughs> Segways. Sorry, this is the. I've been, I've been. I was cooking that the whole time. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Brandon well, is crazy. I'm trying. Brandon I'm trying. is crazy. Oh, I'm just crazy because I'm done with school. Oh, I hate school. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so speaking on the future of Kingdom Hearts Union, basically, uh, we want to try to do new things with our show to help uh, make it more exciting, more relevant, and uh, try to get you guys more involved with the show uh, and try to stay relevant with how the Kingdom Hearts community is these days. Um Things are changing. Uh, we're in a sort of interesting part of the Kingdom Hearts news cycle. Uh, by interesting, I mean we're at a pretty low point. <laughs> we haven't heard anything new about Kingdom Hearts 3 in almost a year now. Um, Which I don't know. I understand why people are always jumping the gun on that when reality yeah. we all know that it's still early in development. And still, yeah. gets the hint about that. Super, super early Stop in development. Stop bothering guys about stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's like we don't yeah. know, we know as much as you do. Yeah. Now we'll still always cover news. We'll always have a news segment when there is news. We will always cover it, and uh, I would say that more more often than not, news will always take precedent. It'll always be the focus uh, if there is some. If there's like some huge news, that will be the focus of that episode. Uh, but in the case that it's not, or if it's lighter news. Uh, we want to make sure that our show still stays as strong and involves you guys as much uh, since Kingdom Hearts is not just a game series. It's also a big community, as you know, Churro has been talking about with these fan events. There's a lot more to Kingdom Hearts than just the games. So we want to try to tap into that a bit. So we have a few ideas um, for the show that we want to try to uh, use to spice it up to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, the first thing, just to get it out of the way, uh, we're looking to retire the Burning Question segment. Oh, sad face. Sad Aww. face. We do love Burning Question. The only thing is um, it's it, it's definitely harder um, to expect so much involvement on specific topics that we present out to the community. We put out Burning Questions thinking that not knowing if they're going to be interesting enough to generate responses. So we want to see if we can be better able to cater to what fans are interested in. So instead, what we want to do is focus on revitalizing the question segment of the show. We haven't had like a proper question segment in quite a while. Um, uh, It may have been related to how the forums have changed, uh, you know, changed software quite a bit. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, questions have been qu- kind of light. So what we want to do is focus on that segment, boost it up, because with the question segment, you guys can ask us anything you want with regards to Kingdom Hearts or the community, whatever. And we can uh, we can discuss that and cater more to what you guys are interested in. Uh, so that's why we're focusing more on that segment than the burning question. So they can and ask anything? They can ask anything related to Kingdom Hearts. If they can oh, somehow string okay. it in, if they can somehow <laughs> relate it to Kingdom Hearts, whatever they want. Um, How and about cheesy pickup lines? Che- oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Cheesy pickup lines. I remember uh, we did have one question at some point where it was like uh, something about what instrument would you want to teach someone in Kingdom Hearts how to play or teach a Heartless how to play? <laughs> I don't know. 
That that was actually one of my favorite questions really? uh, oh, from cute. over the years. And yeah. And then um, uh, so on top of that, so if we are retiring the burning question, then what takes place of the of the burning question segment? Well, uh, no, something (laughs) actually, actually not nothing, but anything, anything can uh, take place of the burning question segment. So what we're going to be introducing now is a rotating second segment. Uh, Normally burning question would occupy the second segment of the show. Uh, In this case, what we're going to try to do is have a pool of different segment types that we use. And we'll constantly be rotating them out uh, as we uh, find information that we can fill in those segments. So some examples of segments that we can cover. uh, One that would sort of relate to what Chiro was talking about is a fan spotlight segment where we can cover things such as cosplayers, uh, fan artists, people that make remixes, uh, people that have events, you know, like Kingdom Hearts, um, stuff like that. Anything fan related because obviously the fan community is very big. Uh, they're constantly generating fan content, and there's a lot of cool stuff out there. I mean, uh, off the top of my head, on top of that, there you know people that write good fan fiction. There's people that uh, hack Kingdom Hearts, you know, use Game Shark codes and do these crazy things. Uh, so there's a lot of cool things that we could talk about in that uh, in sort of a fan spotlight. Um, Another topic uh, that could fit into this rotating segment would be something that I, no joke, when I was auditioning for being on Kingdom Hearts Union, something that I pitched directly to Daryl and Brian was this idea, Kingdom Hearts University, where we take a specific topic of Kingdom Hearts that is maybe somewhat complex and we explain it and we figure it out and we try to make it simple so everyone can understand it. So things such as Zehanort, his identity, the heartless, the you know darkness, all that crazy stuff that Kingdom Hearts characters just throw around but don't really have much time to explain. We can sit down, explain it. We can talk about the Ansem reports. We can talk about the secret diaries in 35802. Anything hardcore Kingdom Hearts lore, we can get super nerdy and just explain away, Nerd talk fast. about it, see what it means. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if we, we have been able to do that in the past with the previous format just because we focus more on the news and then just uh, user submission. So with Kingdom Hearts University, we can talk about stuff core to the Kingdom Hearts uh, franchise as well and just focus on that. Uh, and similarly, we can have special discussion topics. This could be anything, uh, you know, anything that might be like a one-off sort of thing, like interviews and uh, maybe special guests, and maybe we can talk to them about stuff. So, uh, And also, something that I am super excited about, and, oh, poor Brian has to edit these, but spoiler casts, full-on uh, <laughs> spoiler casts of particular games in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Um, my number one target, and we'll have to Can gauge... Fan response. Well, yeah, Dream Drop Distance, we, defi- <laughs> we definitely need to do... Well, we, I mean, we did sort of a Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance spoiler cast, but my number one target is Kingdom Hearts Key, Kingdom Hearts Chi, which is potentially very controversial because Kingdom Hearts Key isn't out, but it is in Japan, and 
most people that are really into Kingdom Hearts already know everything about the story. I personally don't. So don't what either. I'd like to do I is, mean, is Kingdom Hearts Insider is already dedicated to Oh yeah, Kingdom um, Hearts Insider already covers everything, it. every new update that comes out, you know. Exactly. Story time by Churro is what's going to be called. Yeah, for, Churro, you're just going to tell us it as a story. We're just going to sit Yeah, so I definitely, I definitely want to have a special episode all about Kingdom Hearts Key and get fans up to date with it if they want to. Outside of that episode, we will not discuss spoilers for Kingdom Hearts Key until it is out in the States and have been out for a long time, just like we did with Dream Drop Distance where... Uh, we we had a you know radio silence for a long time. I would do the same thing with Kingdom Hearts Key, but we have one episode where we could just go crazy and talk about whatever. Because from what I've seen, there's a lot of interesting things in there, even though you know it is just a quote unquote fairy tale within the context of the story. So those are some ideas for a rotating second segment, something that we can you know sort of rotate in and out. Anything that we think of that we can add to the show that just makes it more interesting. It's not just the same three segments. There's at least one dedicated segment every show that you'll always get something different. So I think that'll uh, you know sort of energize things for our show going further. And I think this helps us scale better uh, for if we do uh, reach our Patreon goal of $500. Because... Uh, uh, if we're going to be having an episode every two weeks, we're going to need to be a lot more flexible with our show so we can have enough content uh, for every two weeks. So I think this helps us prepare for that uh, possibility. In addition to that, uh, we want to help you guys get more involved. Um, we want to, like we sort of said before, we want to focus hardcore question segment. That is uh, a big uh, push for us. We want to make sure that the question segment is awesome. And to make the question segment awesome, we need you. We need you guys to throw us the craziest questions you guys can think of. Um, we have a lot more options that you can contact us. So however you want to do it, uh, we'll, be, we'll be watching. Uh, as always, we do have KingdomHeartsUnion.com and GamingUnion.com or GamingUnion.net. We have the forums on there that you can uh, ask Kingdom Hearts Union related questions. Uh, but we also have twitter so at kh union if you want to tweet your questions there just make sure to add the hashtag at khu that will make me know that that is a special question that you guys want us to look at and i can go check that hashtag and just find all the questions related to uh the podcast uh and i'll let i'll let no lauren know <laughs> because Send she runs to twitter us. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i think lauren should know that she's gonna get a bunch of uh at khu tweets and she should know not to answer them because we need to answer them on the podcast uh so i'll let her know that in addition to that we're also opening up the possibility of emails so if you have a longer type question that couldn't fit in a tweet uh maybe you wanted to send it to us privately um you can send it to the following email address that I just set up today, khuquestions at gmail.com. I'll be checking that one, you know, before I uh, write the outline for a show and whatever's in there, uh, you know, I'll take the best questions as always and we'll use it on the show. Um, and even if I don't uh, take one of your questions immediately, um, I might still take it later on. I know in, in the past, uh, We've taken uh, questions that have been since the last time we had a podcast, but I don't want to do that anymore. 
uh, pretty much any question could be fair game anytime. So uh, you could have asked me a question from 500 years ago, and I'll still potentially put it on the show. So, uh, so those are a bunch of options. You got Twitter, you got email at kh. Uh, well, so Twitter is at khunion. Email is khuquestions at gmail.com. Uh, there are the forums on kingdomheartsunion.com and gmail.com. So those are a bunch of different options that we can check and you guys can send us questions to. So if uh, another thing that you guys can present us with, if you guys have any other ideas for segments, things that we can do at any time, uh, we'd love to hear it. You can email me those uh, those suggestions as well. I'd love to, love to hear what you guys think because we want to get you guys more involved and make sure that Kingdom Hearts Union is relevant to you and exciting and uh, you want to listen to it every month and potentially every two weeks. So that is our future of Kingdom Hearts Union segment. I hope you guys like the ideas that we have for the show and I hope you guys continue to support us. Now we are moving on to the new segment. Uh-oh. Yay. Yeah, uh-oh. Yay. So basically... Kind of. Yay. Nomura was at San Diego Comic-Con. We already talked about that. He had oh. signings with uh, Hideo Kojima. Churro was there. Uh, in addition, and, and as far as I can tell, the reason Nomura went uh, was he actually designed a Batman uh, action figure for DC Comics. Really which is cool. Isn't that kind of strange that he's working on a game for Disney that owns Marvel, yet he made a DC Comics character? I don't That's kind of weird. Because Denise, uh, Nomura said that he's been filling her own that design for a long time even before um, yeah. kingdom hearts yeah that's and, interesting um, i guess that um you know with him learning you know with you know learning, going along with kingdom hearts made him you know be able to make that dream come true plus that yeah. bagman that batman figure that armor that it wears was you know as an inspiration to the armors from birth by sleep yep it looks so cool though. yeah and you yeah if you look at that uh Really nice. At the armor that Batman's wearing in this uh, new play arts figure, but designed by Nomura, it looks it looks like Tara. It looks and like see, Tara. Yeah. it's the thing. The thing's huge. Like, yeah. I I mean, looking at if you look at the Bahamut play arts Kai figure, you know that's big. Yeah, but looking at this thing, this thing's a beast. Yeah, up and close yeah. and personal. That is no I, po- joke. I posted pictures of it on my Twitter, and just yeah. looking at it through a picture it doesn't do it justice. You just have to be there to see it. It's yeah, just it, it just spans the wings just expand outward. It's just yeah. really really big. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys are wondering now, why is Nomura designing a Batman figure? Well, if you're not familiar with the Play Arts series, Square Enix started out with Play Arts as sort of a Final Fantasy uh, and Square Enix, so also Kingdom Hearts sort of uh, brand for their uh, action figures. But since uh, the early days, they have branched out and have done. Uh, lots of figures for lots of different companies. Uh, that's why Hideo Kojima was there because uh, uh, Square produced a Solid Snake, or I guess you could call not Solid Snake, but uh, Punished Snake. I guess is what he's called in the new Metal Gear. Uh, yeah, this is Big they, Boss. They've done you know like they he had Liquid Snake, Raiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done stuff for Assassin's Creed, Halo, they've done Mass Halo, Effect. Yeah, yeah no. Mass Effect. Halo's really nice so, though. Yeah, like, lots of they've stuff. done these things for lots of different companies, which. I mean, I got to admit, that's really good business sense because they, they've got these really great artists uh, that work on these figures. Why limit it just to Square Enix stuff when you have, like, a great production facility? 
and great artists. Not only that, they they have a great merchandising department too. You know, I mean, yeah, definitely. Their merchandises are fantastic, but you know, of course, Japan only gets like the best ones. But you know, mm-hmm. at least whatever they can bring over from Japan, you know, it's yeah. you know when you look at if you, if you go to any show where Square Enix is at, where there's E3, San Diego Comic Con, PAX, mm-hmm. or New York Comic Con, you know, you'll always see a crowd of people in their merchandising because you know they always develop really great merchandise, even, yeah. even from Play Arts Kai's to T-shirts to wall scrolls to keychains. You know, everything they make is really great quality. Yeah, I gotta say, one of my personal favorites uh, of the you know Play Arts series that isn't a Square Enix property is the Fem Ship uh, from Mass Effect Three. That figure is so. Oh, I love that one. I used to use that figure. Uh, I don't have it in my possession, but I used to use like pictures of that figure for art reference because the hands just look so dynamic. It's oh, that one's really cool. They also have Liara from uh, Mass Effect that also looks really cool. So yeah, it's it's really interesting that Square Enix, uh, in the capacity of uh, action figure creation or in statue creation, that they've branched out to be a more uh, general. Uh, company and this is a and not only really that cool for part of uh, an event like San Diego Comic Con where oh, yeah. figure people buying figures you know yeah. is a really a big thing to, to them it. especially exclusives you know it's a mm-hmm. neat way to announce something that you know he was been working on for a very long time you know it's the perfect place for Nomar to do his first Comic Con appearance yeah definitely and speaking of Nomar's first Comic Con experience Churo you met the guy himself what was it like. Give us a play-by-play before the convention and uh, the times that you actually met him. Let, let us hear from the man what it was like to meet like, him. Like, uh, like, like the very first time I met him. Yeah, what was it like? Like, oh my, like I made it like after the announcement, I made it my goal because I wasn't like really planning on getting the convention early, you know. Yeah. But since like the literally like the week before, they, I was just like, oh my god, now I got to get up early, early to you know buy it because you in order to meet Namara, you would have to buy yeah. a, a a qualified player's Kai figure, mm-hmm. and so you know I wanted to get there early before they were you know the tickets were sold out and yeah. I got to the convention center at like six in the morning. I was like waiting outside in line. The line was really long to go to the exhibit hall. But um by the time I got like actually in they moved us into the con- in the convention center to wait to go down the escalator to go inside. I know I noticed I was really close to the, the escalator from the very get go. But like when I got to the booth around like nine 15 there was only like three people online and what ha- what originally what happened was like they didn't have like the schedule like all laid out everywhere it's like when you once you bought your players kai they would move you to another table which has a list of um the scheduling the autograph session and the different postcards that were being handed out and i guess the one on thursday was crossed out like i guess people bought like bought uh you know enough tickets on preview night on wednesday and so they were telling me oh you can only meet Namara friday saturday and basically friday saturday were the only two days i didn't have a, a badge for i had badges for thursday and sunday but they failed to tell me was that no more was available on sunday as well and i kind of got scared because it's like oh my god you know i'm not going to be able to meet Namara. yeah you know and and then like so I was um, panicking, and like, and one of my friends was like, you know, well, let me see if we can do something about it. And 
you know, and basically he's just like, just buy, just, he's like, just, you know, hold on to your playoffs, you know, and just, and so he, he comes back and trades me the ticket that I had for another ticket, which was, you know, for that same day. And I was just like, mm-hmm. sweet, you know, I was, but it was, it was a joint session with, uh, Hide- Hideo Kojima and you know I was like I love Metal Gear Solid as well and yeah um, that's awesome basically it, it said to come back at 3 30 mm-hmm. so I you know do my thing walk around and by like three o'clock I head back and um there's already people trying to form a line and they're like oh come you know let's say come back 3 15 so I just waited around till 3 15 and and um and I got my place in line to ensure I was like halfway in the in the middle of the line and um uh, and the line, the line moves very fast. There's no like photography or video yeah. recording allowed. So and you know basically it's just you know you go in, hand your ticket, and you get your autograph from Namora. Then you get autograph from Kojima. Then you know then you just be on oh, your you way. Oh, you take a photo with And them? when I got to the front of the line, I was just like my palms were sweating. You know, I was just like my heart rate was increasing. And like once I finally you know. Um, stood there and watched him um, do his autograph. I mean, Nomura, when Nomura does his autograph, you know, he makes it like an artwork out of it. It's not like a simple, awesome. you know, signature. You know, it's he Nomura goes all out on it. It's almost like he's drawing a picture on it. And it takes it took him about like a good 30, 40 seconds for him to do his autograph. And, you know, and then Hashimoto was uh, next to him. You know, he was commenting. And, um, and, um, and then when he handed me his... Um, as the audit, the postcard, he kind of smiled at me, shook his head, and he was all like, you know, thank you, you know, and I said, I can barely, you know, squeak <laughs> out the words thank you back at him. I'm just uh. like, here I am, you know, you know, face to face with, you know, Nomura, the person that, you know, I've been really looking up to the last 12 years of my Kingdom Hearts community career, and, you know, it just solidified this moment, and, um, you know, it was just like after I got my autograph from from Kojima and Square Enix gave me, you know, this, you know, plastic, you know, film thing to put it in, you know, I was just like, that's cool. I was, I was just looking at the autograph. I was just like stared at it, you know, I'm just like, it sucks it's just real. You couldn't get a photo you know? though. What? It sucks you couldn't get a photo with them. I know, it's disappointing, but you know, what can you do? You know, just guess, yeah. being able to meet him was like, yeah. you know, was good enough, you know? Definitely, definitely. You know, just the, just, just to say that I met him, you know, that first time was was just amazing enough, and you know, I just couldn't believe it. You know, my, I was still like, you know, sweating, you know, profusely. You know, my heart rate was still up after, even after I, I you know, was just like walking around with the autograph in my hand, you know, just waiting for the ink to dry. And and um, and it was, what was funny was that uh, before Nomura started the autograph session, like I I I noticed him like taking pictures of like the booth and everything and like uh one of uh i was like i'm like that can't be no more on then when then when he turned around and started walking toward the other side because one side of the booth is the game demos the other side is merchandise and he started walking back i was like wait you know started you know i was kind of like tailing him to make sure that was like no more and like when he got because like they they finally closed out like a section of the merchandise for the autograph session and like it was funny because, like, uh, I was, like, at the end, I was, like, holy crap, that is Nomura. And, like, I just, like, took a quick picture of him, like, showing his badge to one of the Square Enix staff to let him in so he can go in and get ready for the event. And just, like, so basically I didn't want to bother him. You know, I didn't want to, like, 
tap him on his shoulder or anything like that. So I just kind of like let him be, you know, because yeah. I know the type of person Namor is. He's really like shy and introverted. So it's like, you know, I don't really want to scare him, you know, by asking him for a picture or yeah. talking to him, you know. So I just just like just leave him alone, let him go, you know, get ready for the autograph session. So I it was literally like literally within like I was literally like right next to him, you know, for a little bit, you know. Yeah, and then the you, session. yeah, and then you met him like three other times. Did he uh, yeah, remember you I, after that? That was the number one question everybody asked me, and I, to be honest, I really don't know. Oh. And and like, um, because it's funny because Hashimoto recognized me the like the second time because yeah. I, I wore this uh, Kingdom Hearts two hat that I bought from Hot Topic, and basically when I first got the autograph, Hashimoto, you know, was like. You know, he complimented on my hat, you know, and then when he saw me again, you know, he's like, you're back. I was like, yeah, I am. And I don't know if Nomura recognized me, you know, the other times. But um, in the second time I met him, uh, met Nomura was, uh, I again got there early, you know, so, and I got, I was in line like halfway again. But like the third and fourth time, I actually wanted to go last so I can talk to him. So, and that turned out pretty good because um, the third time um, I you know, I, I didn't ask him, like, any Kingdom Hearts 3 or 15 questions, even though a lot of people wanted me to. I'm like, I kind of know the answers to yeah. what they're going to give anyway. So it's like, I don't want to make it be rude about it. So I kind of just asked him, like, a couple, you know, I first, I like, thanked him for being here. And then I asked him, you know, if he was enjoying himself. He said that he, you know, was enjoying himself, but he didn't have enough time to actually walk around, like, the exhibit hall checking things out and stuff. And, you know... He's like a busy man, you know, he's, you know, since he's promoting this new DC, you know, thing that he designed, you know, so he's a lot of been a lot of time just hanging around just trying to, you know, do all that and stuff. But he seemed to be enjoying himself. And I told him that I hope he comes back again, you know, that, you know, I'm sure that he would, you know, love to come back and actually take time to explore everything the Comic-Con has to offer. And then um, the fourth time, which was uh, Sunday, um, I actually gave him my business card, you know, but unfortunately Sweet. he didn't have any on him to give back. So, but oh, that's um, fine. it was, it was, it was neat enough just to have, you know, hand it to him. Cause uh, on Saturday, somebody told me, yeah, people were giving him gifts, you know, to give him. So I, I, unfortunately I didn't have anything to give him. So I just gave him a business card and, and um, fortunately, you know, he had, tra- you know, he had a interpreter there to, you know, translate the things back and forth to each other. And, you know, I thought Ooh. it was neat to have him take the time for them to do that for me and for him as well and um basically the the autograph signings went like this like whatever you bought was you know was the type of autograph you got for example if you bought a final fantasy players kai you get the final fantasy postcard bought kingdom hearts kingdom hearts dc dc and if you bought Manicure solid you would get the it, it was it was a joint session you would get the the joint postcard and um basically i had um two joint autographs and one final fantasy one kingdom hearts i gave the the one joint um autograph to a friend of mine who's a big kojima fan so and he loves he he also likes no more too but he's more of a kojima fan so i Mm -hmm. uh bought uh the mini gear solid um unfortunately they they sold out of like the the hurts the 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 limited edition snake one so i bought a regular snake and i got the autographs and you know now he has one of my autographs and i and i own the one uh joint uh signing and one final fantasy one kingdom hearts what'd you buy from cool. for kingdom hearts 
Uh, I bought uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3D Sora. Oh, cool. Because I already have I already have Riku that I bought at an anime convention, uh, convention, and um, so I was like, I might as well just buy the the Sora one. And I was yeah. thinking about buying because um, I have Tron Sora already. I was thinking about buying Tron Riku, but I was like, I didn't want to spend more money than I had to because I had I, then I bought um, the Final Fantasy one. I bought the Vincent Valentine, and um, that's cool. So, but. But four autographs was enough for me. If I had yeah. like a four day badge, I totally would have done all six sessions. But <laughs> four was enough for me. That's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's fun. super awesome. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. You know, just you know, it was funny because like uh, there were uh, Nomura was like Nomura had his eye on the specific shirt at this one booth. Yeah, and like he was like from what the translator was telling me, like that he wanted to buy it, and like when on his way over there, they had told him that they we're closing down for a bit so they can go you know to a, like a like a business meeting so oh, they <laughs> so they kind of like had to shoo him away and oh. i felt like when they told me that i felt bad and i i was like it was like you know you know just ask me i can go grab it for you he's like all oh, things he like he liked the idea of that but it's like he'd rather just like you know kind of take a look at the designs first before you made a decision so mm. you know it's like it would be kind of awesome if i had you know i got a memorial shirt from comic con <laughs> that would have been like the best thing ever That'd be pretty cool. Oh man, uh, how many times does Nomura even come to the states? Like he he rarely it's comes. It's rare. It has to be something really big. Like yeah, it's gotta last be big. year, he was at E3 for yep. um, the Kingdom Hearts three announcement. Yep. He was, I think, he was there. I don't. Want, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure if he was there in 2011 when they did the mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3D. Uh, yeah, I don't reveal. think so. For the 3ds, I think yeah. he had he had some involvement, but I don't think he was there though. I yeah. I remember, um, yeah, I don't think he was there in person. I know they stage. I know they might have did like a recorded segment yeah. for the Kingdom Hearts 3D reveal for when they first re- unveiled the 3ds, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was there in person. But yeah. he it's really really rare for him to be in. I mean, outside of Japan, I mean, when in, in um, last year. He was at the, I think it was, it was either MCM Expo or Japan Expo where he mm-hmm. did another autograph signing there. But yeah, like, so this he's, is... he's coming out of his Nomura cave a little bit more, which is, yeah, which is good to I see. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because like, you know, like some people, because I know some people that were there for at least two sessions, but I was there for four. I mean, yeah. like I said, if I could have been there, I would have been through every single one. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's like, I always tell, you know, everybody like, you know, this opportunity, I don't know how long this opportunity is going to come again, you know? So I might as well yeah, make exactly. the best of it, you know? Definitely. Even though a lot of people were like saying, oh, I don't know why you spend so much money on these Play Arts Kai just for Nomad's autograph, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's like, it's like, screw you, you know? This is my dream, you know? This is my yeah, goal. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I was, I was really happy with the results. I was really happy with what went down, you know? It was just, you know, if I could go back and relive it, you know, I, I'd totally do it again. And if Nomura comes back to Comic-Con, I would totally do everything all over again. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, next time he comes back, it'll be for more exciting... Well, exciting reasons for us. Maybe next time he comes back, he's coming with some some new news with regards to either yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen and or uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. 
Well, so, only time will tell, right? Yeah, time will tell. I mean, at some point, we're going to get more news. Hopefully, no more will I mean, come along with I it. Mean, it's, I, mean, I mean, you know how uh, last year he was at D23, the first yep. one in Japan. He made an appearance there. So I think for something as big as, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15, you know, since he's, you know, this is the first Final Fantasy game he's directing. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's going to be more appearances down the road for him. Yeah, he's he's definitely of all of the people working at Square Enix right now, he is working on the two biggest games. So yeah, so it, it, I bet doesn't he, surprise he me. Kind of have to make these appearances. You know? Exactly, exactly. Well, the the other nice thing is he does have his co-directors to work with on each project. Both projects have uh, sort of a co-director uh, for Kingdom Hearts three. He's got Tayasue. For uh, Final Fantasy 15, he's got Hajime Tabata, so he can always default to one of them and, uh, sometimes. Yeah. So, and, well, that's what he. That's what. Uh, even though Yasui was there at E3 um, mm-hmm. in 2012, and this year for because he was in 2012 for Kingdom Hearts 3D, and he yep. was here for Kingdom Hearts 2.5. But yep. one of the nice things about Yasui is you know he's very fluent in English, and yeah, you know he's very people friendly. You know he loves to be. Well, he loves to walk around the booth when you know yeah. when he's not doing interviews. You know he's just always there to you know provide talk to people you know he's and he's always checking out you know the fan sites so he's you know he's, so he's always he's always there you know so yeah. it's always nice to have yusui you know be you know the, since he's you know no mars right hand man on the kingdom hearts side um you know it's nice to have him make some yeah. you know make appearances for Nomura if he's busy all we need now is more news so they can come over <laughs> that's all we yeah. need is more news well, we'll speaking, see. yeah, speaking of news, this one's not so great. Um, the technical director for the Luminous Studio Engine, Yoshi, Yoshihisa Hashimoto, has left Square Enix. Um, as of right now, uh, some the, he's got several responsibilities within Square Enix. Uh, his chief technology office position uh, is still vacant. Uh, he was the chief technology officer of the entire company and he was also the general manager of the R&D division of Square Enix that one is the one that's more associated to the Luminous Studio engine uh he's been replaced by Remy Driancourt uh if you don't know Remy he's uh he's a really cool guy he's been with Square uh for quite a while uh so I think he's a good fit um but it is kind of scary uh to have any sort of unrest when it comes to the Luminous Studio engine because the two biggest game score is working on Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 will be using this engine to some capacity with Final Fantasy 15 they at least have uh all the tools that they have been working with the entire development so at least from 2010 as far as we know um they've been working with that and they sort of ported over the rendering side of things, so the the graphics side to Luminous Studio. Uh, and they said something to the effect last year that they were sort of uh, working towards porting the entire game to Luminous, uh, but at the, at the point that they were at, uh, Luminous wasn't complete yet, so they couldn't, uh, they couldn't pursue that uh, further. But with Kingdom Hearts 3, that's still unknown. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, we know should be using Luminous Studio, but if Luminous Studio is not complete, how can they do that? How do they already have gameplay? It's really unclear. Um, unfortunately, uh, as it is with Japanese companies and especially Square Enix, the development side of things is very opaque. Unlike Western companies, they're very transparent about their development process. Japan, not so much. Uh, so we there's a lot of confusion around that. And that, um, at least to us, I mean, we... 
in the absence of news, it's kind of it's kind of unsettling, at least to me. But uh, at the very least, uh, Remy is uh, capable of, uh, as far as I've seen of his credentials, he's capable of uh, of continuing the role of uh, Hashimoto. So hopefully, nothing else bad happens, uh, and hopefully, Luminous Studio works out because. If uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I remember a very similar situation uh, almost six years ago where Square Enix was developing two high-profile games on an engine that was not complete. This was namely Final Fantasy XIII and Final Fantasy Versus XIII on the white engine. The white engine wasn't complete, and they ended up having to scrap the white engine kill versus development team and put them onto final fantasy 13 so they can fix the engine and that's how they made crystal tools which is what they ended up using uh further for both of those games uh but that ruined the development for both of those games and that's why we don't have versus right now so kind of scary yeah (laughs) i don't know history replaying itself don't do that. Don't do that, Square. Fix it. So, yeah, as far as, you know, Square Enix and uh, Shinji Hashimoto, his, you know, PR speak, don't worry. It's not going to affect uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, I'm not worried it. about fifteen. <laughs> I'm worried about Kingdom Hearts 3 that uses Luminous Full Hog. That's what I'm worried about. So we'll see. I'm worried for both. Yeah, I'm worried for both. Be good. Yes, they should both be good. And no, no development time should be wasted on fixing... crummy tools anyway moving on uh in the realm of kingdom hearts 2.5 they have revealed the cover art uh so if you want to google that kingdom hearts 2.5 cover art uh should be easy to find um what do you guys think of it i think it's too crowded yeah that's literally that's literally my thing it is cluttered it is super cluttered it's It's not very symmetrical either because it's kind of like weird and did they need all those keyblades I Probably don't think not. they did. They're all like <laughs> Kingdom mean, Hearts two keyblades too. Most of yeah. them are Kingdom Hearts two. And the funny thing is, with like with with one point five, you have that right balance. You know, you have the mm-hmm. you know main characters from you know Kingdom Hearts one in the middle. Then you have you know you know Chain of Memories on mm-hmm. one on the top left, and you have Days on the top right. You know, simple. Yeah. This is more like trying to fit so much in one thing. You yeah. know, you got like like two like like three like Sora and Roxas and you got Donald and Goofy then you got like um, recoded stuff you know like right above them then you have Birth by yeah. Sleep above that then you got like Xehanort and then you have like Ansem and then you have uh, Examinus then you have the mm-hmm. Keyblades it's just it's like way, way too much way too much going on yeah I, I will say though um, I think the drawing quality of, of the case uh, is a lot better than 1.5 I felt that 1.5's cover uh, some of the drawings were a little bit off model. I think these are a little bit more spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this one, they sort of ruined the composition a little bit because uh, yeah. there's just way too much in the screen. So they improve drawing quality but ruin composition. Um, yeah, let's hope they don't do that for Kingdom Hearts 3's cover. It's really weird too. Cause it's weird. I think, I think it was also difficult because... Um, like, they had Sora, like, for 1.5, they had Sora in the middle, mm-hmm. and that made sense. And then you had, like, Roxas off in the corner, and then they used Riku and Nominate as, like, the other corner. So yeah. you can differentiate the two games, but because of, like, Recoded, that made things a little bit yeah. more difficult, which I can understand, but, like, I don't get it. Yeah. And, like, there's, they, just there's like, a one straight on. line, like, cutting off Xehanort to where Aqua, to, Aqua is. 
Yeah. And then there's like weird pixel stuff going on with like everyone in it. And then there's and a two a whole lot of copy paste. Yeah. And there's two keyblades on one side. Like ugh. Ugh. There's no balance. There's no, no flow. balance. It's like yeah. it it's like they basically they said, Okay, Nomura, I want you to draw this center part and then I'll have uh, little Jimmy we pulled off the street. It's his uh, first day off of uh, kindergarten uh, school. It's you know it's summer school now. Uh, he's going to go play around in Photoshop with a bit with all these assets you're painting. <laughs> I want it all around the edges. We need a keyblade frame. Ugh. Nope. Yeah, not, not the best composition. Um, so hopefully... Hopefully for Kingdom Hearts 3, it's better. I mean, it's really sad when you look at the original cover art for uh, the Kingdom Hearts Final Mix games and see how good that was and then see what they did with this. And it's like, ugh. Oh, no. What also got me was um, Ven and Roxas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like... No differentiating qualities at all. I mean, it makes sense within the context of the story, but for someone at Walmart looking at the game, they're gonna get confused. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying. Or GameStop or something. They're walking and, you know, again, little Jimmy, he's he's taking his mom to go buy this game. What? Oh, oh my goodness. Why are these twins not standing together? In my day, Mary Kate and Ashley always stood together. This ain't right. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. <laughs> so, Mommy, get it for me. Get it. I want it. <laughs> there's there's too many keychains on this. I don't understand. I don't know. That's don't know. that's my that, that's, that's my southern impression. drawl. Yes. So anyway, it's kind of confusing. Also kind of confusing, moving along. The Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Collector's Edition for Japan has been announced, and they get the following. They get Kingdom Hearts 1.5, Kingdom Hearts 2.5, they get a Kingdom Hearts Blu-ray music selection disc, and a 30-page mini art book, and a, like, a limit form uh, Sora... Play arts figure that's really cool. Seriously? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. No, that's what you. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. I, I had to remember yeah. how much from. all that costs. How much does it cost? About like over two hundred dollars. Are you serious? Okay. So that's. <laughs> but uh, well, there's, there's different selections of the collector's editions. Like, if yeah. you want everything is going to be over two hundred. If you want yeah. like one, if you want it all without the play arts kai, it's like one sixty. Yeah. Like one twenty, one thirty. Then the player's car is like eighty dollars. So you're looking at either over. It's either over a hundred dollars or over two hundred dollars, depending on what one you want. But it's not even all yeah. players, so, is it? I think the only one that you see is just you get one point five and two point five together. Yeah, that's the, that's their uh, limited edition version, which is when you if you do that one, then that just comes with the a theme PS3 theme. Yeah, but you get one point five and two point five. Oh, there's a PS3 t- uh, PS3 theme on that one as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. But I think that's that's still more because you have to since you're getting 1.5, it's more than just the, the yeah. game itself. So that's like about almost a hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, come on. So on top of that, uh, Square also announced uh, the North American version or the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Limited Edition, and Don't what we talk get is <laughs> what we get is the game and a collector's pin. Oh my god, a pin. It, and do you guys know the difference between a limited edition and a collector's edition, too? Uh, no special box? No, I'm saying that oh. our limited edition is basically 
a game with a free upgrade to a pin, which costs us nothing. It's $40. Yeah. And these pins are what, you know, are very rare and valuable in the end. So basically, it's, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. That is true. So, to your point, okay, you're it is You're thinking of a collector's, like, view. I'm thinking of, I love this game, I want something else. That's, yeah, just, so, that's just my So, like, in, terms, in terms of price, yes, it's, instead of being a, a, a 500 quadrillion dollars for the collector's version. <laughs> it's it's only 40 bucks as as normal and as a pre-order bonus you get a pin. Okay, I guess okay. I guess that's fair. Well, compare, I'm not a fan of pre-order a pin to mm-hmm. a PS3 theme. Yeah. Uh so I'm not a fan of pre-order bonuses of any kind. I, this one's a little I bit used... better. This is a little bit better cuz it's not like Kingdom Hearts, so yeah, this one's a little bit nicer because uh, it's not a gameplay type thing. So if you miss out on it, okay, so you didn't get the pin. It doesn't affect the game, so that's good. Um, but yeah, in terms of what we're getting, um, I'm guessing the uh, the what call it the Final Fantasy X HD Collector's Edition that had uh, Tidus or and or Yuna in it didn't sell well because that's basically what 2.5 is getting now. Uh, that's really the only thing I could think of. It didn't sell well here, uh, and that's well, why they're not bringing it. I know it. some factors, but I'm not gonna say it on the yeah. podcast, unfortunately. So you know, take you know, I've seen it, I've seen it cause a lot of controversy in mm. the community, and let's just say that I am very unhappy with what the community is doing. I have never been so embarrassed in my life to be a part of this community. So just take it as that, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I think. I th- I think some of it is a little bit justified just because the last time we heard about collector's editions with regard to Kingdom Hearts was a fairly lengthy survey that Square gave yeah, to but us. That serv- yeah, so they gave that to us asking us what we wanted, um, and they gave us all these uh, extravagant options. Yeah, but they never guaranteed us anything. That's, that's true, point. that's true, but the implication of putting out a survey like that is that some of these things might be considered. I don't remember a pin being an option. Uh, I do well, remember... Well, you do remember that one of the choices is, well, you're a Disney fan or a Square Enix fan. Mm-hmm. And you got you got to look at it this way. Mm-hmm. This is an actual Disney pin. It's not a Square Enix pin. Basically, yes. this is the first time we get to see Sora and Mickey together on a Disney item. Yes. First time Disney actually is allowing this. So basically, to, like, for the our Disneyland at Departure event, you mm-hmm. know, we're very happy to see this because it's a step in the right direction, you know. I think it's interesting, more... uh, but uh, if you don't know that about the pin, I don't think it's that great. That said, I, th- I do think the fact that you're getting this with a pre-order and you don't have to pay anything extra, I and think that's automatic awesome. it's automatic, too. It's automatic yeah. upgrade. And the, and the sad part is I've seen people cancel their or pre-order or they want the standard edition so they don't get the pin and it's why, like, why would dude, you do that you get, that you get it for no free I, that makes I, no like sense I said, these people like i said the community has no idea you know what they're talking about or what they're doing and basically yeah. they're they're little you know they're revolting against mm. this is going to do more harm than it is good yeah I, I'll, know, I'll be honest i do think i do think the pin is a little bit dumb but even then, I would never cancel a pre-order. Oh no! I... <laughs> for a let free me, me, item, just, come on. Let me just tell you. Like, Even like, if you don't you like said it yourself, Brandon, you said you weren't. You know, you don't like pre-order bonuses. To Do begin. not like pre-order. Just bonuses. remember that. Remember, remember, we grew up to in a time period where we didn't get nothing when we just got the game when you bought it. You That's know? true. It basically, you know, Square Enix is not really obligated to give us anything to begin with. 
Yeah. They aren't obligated that. to give us anything. I think... Yeah, and you remember, this is about the game, too. They're trying to sell a game to us. They're not trying to sell us a limited yeah. edition anything. This is 2.5. We're yeah. getting 2.5. The final mix is... And basically, we're just getting a free pin along with the game. Yeah. I don't see I th- anything I think wrong the, with it. I think the sort of seedy thing that people are worried about with pre-order bonuses, uh, that that is the main thing I'm concerned about, uh, is that... Uh, people add pre-order bonuses to games when they don't want you to trade it in. In this case, I don't think that's the case because w- what are you going to do? You, you know, you can't – that collector's pin, you could always trade back the game and, you know, you could keep the collector's pin or whatever. It's just the yeah. game. Oh, so yeah, I don't think that's built in. So I think this is a little more. bit better version of a pre-order uh, exclusive. I mean, uh, look at look at the Mark of Mastery Edition. You know, that was a free upgrade, you know, too. You know, same price. Uh, no, 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 it was like sixty bucks. It was, it was, was not it, cheap. it was about, uh, I think it was ten to. It was sixty bucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it was like sixty bucks, thing, but though, it wasn't that Sixty dollars for Market Master Edition versus two hundred dollars for everything. How yeah. many people are really going to be paying two hundred dollars? I think that's know? the big thing. Is that we want the world, but are we going to pay for it? When it comes down no, to it, I, mean, I don't most, think so. Thing is that most people think that everything should be handed to them, or because we're deserving it. Like I said, there's a lot of factors that go into these, you know, pre, these bonuses. You know, yeah, you know, especially it's, it's regions. pretty clear the region that here, for re- different regions have different yeah. uh, holes they have to jump through. You know, so it's like you know, I totally understand the situation. Problem is, most of these fans are general consumers, so basically mm-hmm. they don't understand. They just want, want, and want. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I'm I'm that's why I'm just kind of disappointed in the entire community because of these, you know, people who just want want want, you know, and it's yeah. like they expect, you know, Square Enix to give us, you know, what they want and then still charge us, you know, not a lot of money for these things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is that the collector's edition of Final Fantasy 10, you know, HD, you know, was how much was it? $80? Yeah, or, it was like 80 bucks. And yeah. the same with the Lightning Returns collector's edition, that's 80, you know, it was $80. You know, like like I said, Kingdom Hearts is not Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, Square Enix can do whatever they want because this is that's theirs. You know, Kingdom Hearts. They, there's so many different things they have to go through in order to get something approved. So basically, mm-hmm. for them to prove something like a, this pin, you know, it, it it took a lot of effort. Let me tell yeah. you, if this is you know these are people's jobs that so they have to press you know their superiors to get out. You know, these people don't realize it. You know, people just want without understanding the reason behind it. That's the thing I'm more upset about. Yeah, like, I, 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 I do also whole... understand. I do also Cheryl, understand. Please, please. Yeah, I do understand. We got to be a little bit balanced and understand the yeah. issue uh, in a holistic fashion. I do understand the uh, anger a little bit at the inequality in what is being presented. That the Japanese get all of this and we get all of this, and there's no option uh, for us in the states to get. Uh, any of these things um i think it would be nice if there was some sort of option to get at least maybe uh some of the stuff that's included maybe not the box uh but maybe there'd be a way through uh maybe square enix uh the online store maybe they could get the figure or the blu-ray music disc at least the blu-ray music well, disc not or the only art that, book. you guys gotta realize that it's they announced it like, like a couple what, two weeks ago or a week ago and we, we still have five months until december and people are already like jumping the gun so you know i would say just say i would say just wait it out you know yeah you can let them, def- let them definitely let them, wait it out. you know try to you know 
try their best. That's all I got to say. You know, yeah. people jump th- the gun. Like, literally, like, when when this whole thing got put out, you know, people jumped the gun literally the first day. It's like, it's yeah. like, dude, it's five months to December. That's the internet for you. That's just how we are. Knee-jerk reactions everywhere. It's okay. I still pretty. But, yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear from um, yeah, the, ine- the inequality that there there's definitely a difference in – consumer culture in Japan and in the in North America where uh, North America definitely they just want the cheapest one and just in general they want the cheapest version of what is out there and that's why they're giving us the smaller version because uh, that's what's in general more demanded in the states uh, whereas in Japan uh, there's more collector's culture where someone might be more willing to uh, pay more for a nicer version of a product. Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot more popularity in like uh, display figures in Japan, uh, and that's what this sort of product uh, is sort of like. Uh, even besides the Play Arts Kai figure that's optionally included, uh, this box is pretty. You know, someone in Japan might buy this and put this on their shelf because it looks awesome. Where that's a little bit less likely in the states, at least uh, our consumer culture would tell you so. Uh, or, or the general these... gamer, you know, general general mm. gamer won't care about a collector's edition. They'll just buy yeah. the game because they they see it, you know. Yeah, and as as we go on with you know progressing technologies, uh, physical releases will probably get less likely in the future. Uh, we've already seen it with PC. I don't even know where you could buy a PC physical copy game anymore. It's all digital. GameStop. GameStop. Well. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, I, they don't, I, I, they don't allow you trade-ins for it, though. No, we yeah. don't do trade-ins because of that, like, key serial, the serial number. thing. number, yeah. That's exactly. the only reason why we don't take it. But, yeah, it's... But, yeah, in the in the future, just be ready for it. Uh, mm-hmm. As internet gets better, as everything gets better, uh, physical copies will become more and more rare because economically, it just makes sense to yeah. release it digitally. It's... Real cheap to put it up there in the uh, in the cloud, and you can just download it. There's no manufacturing costs. You don't have to ship it anywhere. It's just server bandwidth, and that really streamlines it. So enjoy the physical releases while you have them, because in the future, as the internet gets better, you ain't going to have them. So and <laughs> enjoy. Then, then we're going to move on to virtual reality, too. Then, yeah, virtual reality. Oh, then we can sort of get like physical goods back, because then we'll all be in the virtual world. And mm-hmm. then you can have all the Sora standees you want. You can have like a, a life-size Sora that I don't know. I would be so happy. Flirts I with lie. you. <laughs> I would be very happy. <laughs> and then, then you, then you probably would never lock out, huh? What? Yeah, I just, I just want, I, I want a little Moogle companion that oh goes with God. me everywhere. I would want that too. Oh man! Stop it! Stop making me think of things that I want now. Okay, so this is completely uh, a crazy tangent, but when uh, Churro was talking about meeting Nomura and how he wanted to go around Comic-Con, I had this great idea. What if we brought a Nomura-sized Moogle costume, and he can wear it, and we can walk him around Comic-Con? I was thinking about costume. I was like, he just needs to wear a costume. My neighbor uh... Nomura, he's this giant (laughs) Totoro-like... It's funny because um, a lot of like high-profile celebrities do that. Like, yeah, uh, uh, this year Daniel Radcliffe, uh, he cosplayed in like, and nobody, you know, he was able to walk around the entire, yeah, you know, exhibit hall without. Getting I know Kevin. And, like, Kevin I know Smith when, always says that he dresses up as a stormtrooper because no one, you know, if if you see a stormtrooper at Comic Con, you're not gonna look, you're not gonna look the other way. It's like you expect a bunch of stormtroopers to be there. Yeah. Um, same with so. um, the girl from Game of Thrones. 
who yep, played Arya she Stark. She, yeah, she just wore a Spider-Man mask and just wandered off. Yeah, you just do whatever you want. So yeah, that could that could work for you, Namora. And wouldn't it be great if we brought him the Moogle costume in exchange for an interview, and we were interviewing a Moogle that knew everything about Kingdom Hearts three, the mystery funny. Moogle. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but we, but we see, would need a, a interpreter though. See, the thing yeah, is, so we, is that the Moogle <laughs> is like. Like Final Fantasy Ten Two Moogle. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I thought about, and I'm like, oh, oh man. well, that that works too. I mean, the Ten Two design is very similar to the Kingdom Hearts design, so yeah. it, it could it could work out. So anyway, we're gonna move into our final segment. Are we all good? Is everyone yeah. like relaxed and yeah, I'm chill. Breathing. Churro, Kingdom Hearts Union. Churro. Kingdom Hearts Union discussion segment. What's up? Are you are you chill? Are you good? I worry. I'm, I care I'm for you. Oh, uh, I'm good. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, we've I'll got good things to, to talk I'll about. I'll explain it to you after we're done. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So we've got some interesting Kingdom Hearts Union discussion topics uh, to cover. These are uh, ones presented by Lauren to you guys on KingdomHeartsUnion.com. So please check out KingdomHeartsUnion.com. Uh, Lauren puts a lot of work on the website and puts on these really yeah, great discussions. Thank so you. get 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 we on these you. discussions cuz they're really cool. So the first question um I'm actually I think these are in reverse order but whatever. First question is do you want Kingdom Hearts key? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I you really don't know, don't don't know, know. if I really it's I kind of do and I kind of don't. Yeah. Um I'm in the same boat. I want to know the story. Yeah. I don't want to play the game. That's no, I kind of want to play the game because well, I think it's like well, the most adorable thing have, ever. You already have the story in the palm of your hands. You know, the, yeah. there's dedicated people out there that's playing the game for you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's that, what, I think that's what I'm going to go for. Is this the one that we can dress up the character too? Yeah, that's oh, the one. Sweet. I, I might I might just that. make the character yeah. just so I could get that out of my system. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you can you can actually, there's like a like a Sora version of the for uh, for the lead, for the females. You can actually dress mm-hmm. them up in Sora's outfit, but like they made it like a, it's like a skirt instead of like shorts and stuff like that. You can have them have Kyrie's hair, or I, I think they have Nomine's hair as well. That's you can have cool. them as and then they have Riku's hair, and you have Sora's Case uh, 3D outfit, his Kingdom Hearts One outfit. So you can dress them up, you know, little, tiny little things. And like I said, it's, it's since it's a, a web-based game, they'll always have something to dress them up as, you know, that you can unlock either by purchasing it or completing um, quests for it. For me, really, I think if it was available to me, like in English and stuff, like obviously if I had it in Japanese, I'd probably just like run around and do and like mess with stuff. But if I just got it like in English and it was presented to me, then I'll try it out. But like I don't like super want it. Like, there's other stuff that I really want related to Kingdom Hearts. And, like, this one's not really on my, like, top of the list to, to like, want here. Definitely interested in finding out more about the story. And I'll do it in a spoiler cast. I'm I'm basically, like, part your answer, Brandon, part uh, your Sebi. Like, if it's presented to me, I'll play it. But in the end, I just want to know more of the story. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, honestly, I'm not a big fan of browser games anyway, so I don't know that the game is for me. Um, but you know, at I, this point, where when we have no Kingdom Hearts three news, it might be nice to have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus it's nice to play when you're bored. You know, it's just yeah, I heard it's really fun from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got a Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory vibe as far as I've seen. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm willing to try it at least before I make any any real judgment. 
So yeah, uh, and Sabi, you want to take this next one? Sure. Uh, what was your favorite part of Cage Two? I think for me, it's like that entire like battle scene at uh, Hollow Bastion, where like you know where like the, it's like the big turning point of the story where um, mm-hmm. like the Heartless invade and basically everybody's helping out. You know, from like from like Stitch to all the Final Fantasy characters. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Yuna, Riku, and Pain. You know, it's just it's just like a big you know big battle you know i just love seeing everybody coming together finally to help put it into the heart list you know i thought it was just a big you know good scene for me to see you know just everybody coming together like with, especially when you're going through the different sections with sora and all of a sudden one final fantasy character joins you and then once you're done with that section another one joins you it's just it just keeps going you know that's like the big like i said i call it the turning point of the game yeah definitely that's definitely one of my favorite parts and on top of that it leads like right into the thousand heartless battle yeah and i think yes, that's like exactly so epic oh man just I remember that in hd you uh, know that's gonna be awesome i saved I like wait. three save points on <laughs> yeah. my um thing because i got tired of that like battle with demix yeah. and i was like that's it i'm good save and like three copies yeah, of the exactly. save so then i can just <laughs> go and fight the one thousand heartless battle because i started playing it again yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm holding off until Kingdom Hearts 2.5. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I didn't want to plug in my Japanese PS2 and put up Final Mix. And, yeah, you know. gotta wait, gotta try, gotta try. My favorite part was well, different uh, from you well, guys. I'm, though. In, I'm importing. What the was Japanese your favorite version, part? So, uh, my favorite part was actually like them being all together again at like mm. the world that never was. Yeah, okay, I won't yeah. lie. I'm, I'm being like a total girl because I am a girl, but I being a total girl when I was younger. Um, I mm. cried when Sora cried. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's, that's I fair. That is definitely a good part. Yeah, that was a really nice. It was so touching. Another part that I really like. Um, well, I have a couple that are from this segment, but in Roxas's segment, when uh, right bef- the cutscene right before he and Axel fight, and he finally actually remembers Axel, yeah. and they still have to fight. It's that's like kind of deep. Heartbroken. It's like, oh, so now you do remember me. No, we're still fighting. Like that's 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 brutal. And then after that scene, when he actually goes and sees Sora, and he has that moment where he's like, "It looks like my summer vacation is over." Specifically, that scene in Japanese. If you haven't seen the Japanese version of that scene, go watch it now. Because in my opinion, the delivery of the line by Justin McCartney, even though he does a great job in all, well, most of the games, this game, I didn't think he did that great. At least in this scene. Of course, because uh, it's probably you know his first. It's his time first time. Yeah, it's his first time. And to be fair, voice direction in Kingdom Hearts Two on a whole was kind of rushed. Um, I think they they localized that one pretty quick. So uh, in general, it's a little bit iffy in certain points. Whereas over the years, Roxas and Ventus on a whole have been very rock solid in terms of uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. So, especially in Kingdom Jeff- Hearts 3D, you know he yeah. really shines. Oh yeah, really even though his good. part was small, it's he's, you could see that he. Yeah, totally, he just came, you know, he just walk in. He walked in that one day they asked him to record. Boom, knocked it out. All right, peace, guys. I'm out. <laughs> he knows Roxas already, so that's like, that's good, good to hear. Yeah, it's I'm like, good. I got man. this. I know this I got guy. this done. Yeah. I can't Drop wait to mic. hear. I can't wait to hear Willa Holland take another shot at Aqua because I want to see how she's improved. improved? I, I was okay with it. I was okay with her in Birth by Sleep, but not everybody is. I was very I confused see... when I first found out that she was 
the voice actress because I watched yeah. her in Gossip Girl, and that's how I knew yeah. who she was. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very confused, and then I listened to it, and I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. And then and it, yeah. I was the same way too. She was. Uh, I had to watch a couple episodes just to see, you know, what she participated in. And then she was in the movie called I think it was called Legion. Mm-hmm. She was like a minor role in that one, and then like now I'm watching Arrow, which Willa Holland is in. So it's like when I really want to watch that. Is she her, good? Um, she she plays a spoiled brat, so oh, okay. um, yeah. her, her voice is like really like it when you listen to Aqua and then you listen to her character in the show, it's like two different things. So yeah. it's like hopefully because yeah. because um, she's like old, you know, she's an older person now, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know she had time to mature herself. So basically, yeah. I think that what Brandon was saying that gets another shot at Aqua. So I'm hopefully with all this. You know, acting now it's because you know, Gossip Girl was probably her first, you know, time yeah. doing things, you know, and then getting into Kingdom Hearts. So now that she has had more experience, you know, hopefully she can, you know. I didn't like her knock, character you know, in the show, the so I think that's why I didn't really like her. Yeah. Also, um, the yeah. the next time we're going to hear her next performance will be in December because she does. She's going to have to come in for the uh, the secret section of King of uh, Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Yep. So she'll have to come in and re-record lines. So we'll see. We'll see if she's gotten any better. I'm excited. I thought I thought she was okay, <laughs> but I thought the performance was a bit inconsistent. Like they were still searching for the character and you yeah. know what it, what defines Aqua. It felt a little bit here hit or miss in certain lines. Uh, they got it in some places. They were a little bit weird in others. So I hope now that they, they sort of understand, okay, this is Aqua. This is how we need to approach this role. And now hopefully Will Holland understands it too. So hopefully we'll see. Uh, and Chiro, you want to take this last one? Sure. Which is your favorite Kingdom Hearts enemy class? The Heartless, Unversed, Dream Eaters, or Nobodies? <sighs> I got to go with the Heartless. Uh, I got to go, go with the Heartless because... My favorite Heartless, my ever, my favorite enemy ever, is the Neo Shadow because it was in Deep Dive oh, and God. because he's flipping <laughs> awesome go, in yeah. Deep Dive. <laughs> Deep Dive is I my favorite it. thing ever of I, Kingdom Hearts. He's, I, he's I, think, Neo Shadow, I think he mentioned was, this already. No, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every Neo Shadow is my favorite <laughs> anything ever in Kingdom and Hearts then because was of so Deep Dive. So happy when he got Kingdom Hearts final mix and he was able oh, to fight yeah. them for a quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially they were tough. They were tough oh, back then. Especially because of the way they fight in Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. It is just, they're, yeah, like you said, they're really tough. They're, you know, they're not the baby versions you fight in Kingdom Hearts 2. No, they've got all these crazy attacks. Oh, oh that version. <laughs> Do you know how many times I ran in and out of three different rooms just to fight them again? Oh, oh. Same here. I've done that too because <laughs> yeah. my first playthrough of Final Mix... I didn't encounter them, so like I just had to keep going back and forth until I finally encountered them, and I was like, yeah. let's do this, and all of a sudden, boom, I got my butt kicked. I was like, no. Yeah, that said, I will make one honorable mention of a Dream Eater, and that is the the dinosaur one, because, you know, you can't... How many times do you get to fight a dinosaur? That's cool. I hate that dinosaur. <laughs> I love... Well, I love having the dinosaur, uh... but... <laughs> Yo, mine was me. Like, mine was, like, having, like, the Pegasus, or, like, the electric... I, I used my my first playthrough of Cage 3D was I used the 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 two ones that you get from the very beginning of the game all over oh, the way. Uh, I I like because I because like I didn't know how to raise them properly. I didn't care for raising yeah, them, so I was just, just like you know what the, the first two, you know like because one because like as long as one cures me and the other one gives me gives what because like Meowwell gives Sora cure and like a I think the Sunflower one was like gives him region. 
when you mm-hmm. when you uh, delink with it, and it's like, and I, that region came in handy with all the boss battles at the very end of the game. That's pretty cool. At least oh, yeah. I just I but, just wish they didn't make the starting ones so cute because they're really ineffective in battle later on. So it would be nice if uh, maybe they're a little uglier and they made cute, the, the strongest <laughs> ones the cute ones. So you wanted them. Oh, yeah, no. pretty much. But like for me, it's like, but out of those four or yeah, four, mine would be unversed. I love the flood. Mm-hmm. The floods are the cutest really? things ever. Oh yeah, yes. they're they're cute. Um, I who do I like? Um, for Dream Eaters, I like, like, the unicorn ones. When I, like, mm-hmm. finally had one, I named it Lady Rainicorn, like, from Adventure <laughs> Time. Yeah. Because, man, she's precious. Um, Heartless-wise, I don't know. You know what I hate? Which one I hate? Well, not, not the whole class, but specifically of the nobodies, the one with the big sword that has that attack that is invincible that makes them invincible that's really oh, annoying the oh yes i hate those oh, those ones yeah those ones are bad <sighs> i also hate the dancer ones especially when they grab you and they throw oh, you and that takes yeah. like massive damage especially and then the laser on shooting mode. one the laser that was easy, shooting one. that was easy though no well not 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 like not the laser shooting one that uh zigbar has the Zemnos is one with the shield that's like the teleporting phantom you one. Oh, that one? That one's yeah. annoying. I like the dragon. I, I love Roxas' ones, the samurais. Oh, yeah. Those like are little samurais deal, are like cool. Little yeah. I can never get the it. duel right, but they are cool. But yeah, I guess on the whole, I guess I hate the nobodies the most. <laughs> Bunch it's, of nobodies. Because like, like, for me, I always think that on the end verse is like the most underrated one. Like People always yeah. choose between Heartless and uh, nobodies, but it's like, for some reason, it's the end verse that never gets any love. Yeah. I think the problem I, I think the reason why that happens is because the unverse are sort of similar in, in style to the Heartless, so sometimes maybe they'll forget. And also it was a handheld game, so uh ho- hopefully that'll change now that it's coming to PS3 and people get introduced uh to the unverse again. And did we ever decide what the heck that thing was that Aqua fought at the end of the secret thing? Secret mission? Uh, what is it, that? It, it is that has... a Heartless? It's probably more likely a Heartless because in the t- that's the Realm of Darkness, so that's what yeah, the Heartless Yeah, it would make sense that that's a Heartless, so I guess that thing's cool. I've never fought it. I never got that far in uh, Birth by Sleep Final Mix. I oh, will you never soon. did? No, I didn't bother. I just watched it on YouTube. Oh, man. Well, at least you have a chance now. <laughs> yeah, I have a chance now, so hopefully, ho- hopefully I'll be able to get there. Hopefully I'm not too bad at games now. We'll see. So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps up our show today. Uh, the next, uh, uh, before we get to the outro, let's do the music segment. So uh, for the music segment this episode, we've got a great song. Uh, it's a remix of The Other Promise by N, the original. This is for an awesome album, multiplayer Uh, It's called the Multiplayer Video Game Album. Uh, A lot of uh, cover artists are joining together to make this album. Uh, uh, Joanna Lee, uh, who we've featured on the show as well, she's doing a viola cover. I forget what game she's doing, but she's also doing a cover for this album. And I believe this album is uh, for charity for Child's Play. So if you guys want to support that, uh, check out N the Originals channel. And, uh, yeah, so this is going to be a uh, remix of The Other Promise from Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, which, if you haven't heard it before, uh, I hope you enjoy it. So, anyway, uh, the next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 2nd of September. Uh, And as a reminder, you guys can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. 
And of Yay. course, you can catch every episode of Kingdom Hearts Union at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Churro. KH2.co.uk. And remember that you guys can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And as a new reminder, um, uh, because we are looking to uh, add segments to the show, uh, if you guys want to suggest any new segments to the show, uh, just let us know. On Twitter, we are at KHUnion. Uh, on the email, uh, we have a new email, Kingdom Hearts, uh, questions at gmail.com. So email us, tweet us, tell us on the forums. What do you guys want to see on the show? We want to cater this more to you for the future of KHU. Yay! Yay. Tweet us as well. So, It'll be fun. <coughs> yeah. So anyway, I think it's finally our goodbye time. Say goodbye, guys. Bye! Uh, Goodbye. This has been a lot of fun, though. It was yeah, really definitely. fun re- reliving the greatest uh, moment in my life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so far. So That's far. Yeah, definitely. To live. On top. Oh, and uh, just an interesting thing. I think next show is going to be uh, our first real breakdown of uh, Tokyo Game Show and what we think. So uh, next month, we're actually going to technically have two episodes in the same month one at the beginning of the month one at the end of the month after tokyo game show so that's going to be pretty cool so definitely tune unless in something big happens next then show. we might have an emergency one and yeah unless something well actually like I the think internet the, explodes i think the second episode is close enough that i think we're okay for once in our lives the second show is it positioned perfectly it's perfect i think it's i think okay. literally our show is like the tuesday of the week after so i i think it works out so Yay. we'll see hopefully something really cool happens and we can talk about it so anyways uh i'm i'm brandon saying goodbye this has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production